happy Monday. I am happy to be here with you. Uh, today, this is an, an awesome day. It is the start of summer for us. Hopefully, it is the start of summer for you. My dog is going to bark in it because my son's going to walk in the door. But um, I'm excited to be here. We're talking a little bit about our weekends today and I hope that this is a helpful conversation to you um, because so often on the weekends we go off track a little bit right we have a little bit of um, we get a little loose you know we do a, a few different things and we come into Monday feeling guilty or we come into Monday feeling like we've let ourselves down like we are not um, capable of achieving goals um, and all these different things. So I wanna talk today about that. If you are here and you need prayer, please comment below. Paxton's gonna come say hi. How was it? It's 100 degrees outside. It's hot. It is hot here in Charlotte. I don't know where you are joining us from. You can let us know. <laughs> it is a very hot here in Charlotte and it's not even the hottest day. If you have a prayer request, please let us know below, spoken or unspoken, drop it, um, and we will pray for you. We are going to pray before we open up. I know, I bought all the snacks today, and the kids are involved in all the snacks. <laughs> but we'll open up in prayer again. Let us know if you need prayer, and we will pray over you, and um, if you're comfortable sharing it. If not, please just drop an emoji and we will pray over you. So, Lord God, we just come to you today so thankful for the opportunity to be together, um, to worship you this morning, um, whether this is our first time praying and giving thanks to you this morning or our hundredth. We just want to um, shout out your praises, Lord. There is a lot going on in the world, but we choose to keep our eyes focused on you, our feet moving forward with the path that you have chosen for us, Lord, and for us to be content in you. Lord, I just ask that you speak over all of those that are under my voice today, that you touch them, that you bring them peace, that you speak to their spirit, that you uplift them, that you remind them that these negative thoughts that they are thinking are not from you, that they are more than their thoughts, Lord, that we are to, becoming, to become less of us and more of you, Father, heal those that are hurting, touch those who are um, suffering, and Father, just bring peace to all of us as we need your peace. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good morning, Heather. So we're gonna talk about weekends, workouts, and warfare. What do I mean by this? So on the weekends, typically we're a little bit freer, right? We don't track our food. We um, have a really good Monday through Friday and then the weekend comes and we're like I'm gonna have a cheat meal and it turns into a full-blown cheat weekend like it was your last meal times 50 um, we get to Sunday night we start feeling a little bit of regret and then Monday comes and we go man I'm not capable of achieving any goal right I'm not capable of sticking to anything and we let these two days warp our mindset and warp our goals and warp who we are because we had decided to go out and have fun, 
and live this beautiful thing that we have called life that we only get one shot at, right? And we let that ruin our Monday. Then what we tend to do is we overcorrect on Monday, right? So there's one of two things we're gonna do. We're gonna overcorrect on Monday and we are going to push ourselves to the hardest workout ever to try and overcompensate for what we ate, drank, did or didn't do over the weekend and we punish our bodies. The other thing that we will do is we will say, forget it, throw our hands in the air. This whole healthy eating, this whole healthy lifestyle, it is not for me. Um, I've tried this a million times. It doesn't work. I'm just, I'm done with it. So we go to an extreme route where we think exercise is going to cleanse our weekend behavior or we go to the only way that I'm in control is when I'm not in control. I want us to think about that for a minute. Sometimes we drive ourselves into these self-sabotaging behaviors because we know the outcome on the other side. We know that when we self-sabotage, we know how we're going to feel. We're, there's no letdown there because we're expecting the worst. We're expecting to let ourselves down we're expecting to gain weight. We're expecting not to fit into our bathing suits or feel comfortable or confident. And that's easier sometimes because even though you are moving towards these self-sabotaging ways, you're in control. So we go through these two very weird dynamics of things. We're either trying to stay in control by, by taking control. Good morning, Rebecca and overworking, or we're going to take control by self-sabotage. And that's where our spiritual warfare comes in, where the enemy is telling us, you're not enough, you will never be enough, you're right, you weren't cut out for this, look at how many things that you've tried and you can't stick to, you can't even make it through two days, right? Your weekend, and then you're off track. How are you supposed to make it the rest of your life. So let's break this down a little bit more today. Um, I want to talk a bit about the Bible and the scripture and what Jesus and the Bible says to do in these times, but I also want to walk through practical ways that we can take that scripture and apply it to your life and know that you are not a failure, that you are not what the enemy is telling you, and you're not a failure just because we didn't make it through the weekend, or we had a little bit fun and, and enjoyed our weekend a little bit. So I wanna look first at John 8, 32, which says, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. This um, is when Jesus went to Mount Olives, right? I want us to know, and I want you to think, on your health journey, you are searching for all the information, all the newest workouts, all the newest fads and trends. Um, we typically will see a pill or something that promises um, belly reduction and we're like, yes, this is it. And then we don't get it and we think, you know, the pill's the issue and the supplement's the issue and the workout's the issue. And really it's our drive of not holding on to the truth. The truth is not in a supplement. 
The truth is not in a pill. The truth is not in this world. The truth is Jesus. His truth is good. His truth will set you free. So as Jesus is teaching here in this chapter of John 8, he's showing everybody that there was a lot of truths in the world. And it is no different than what we struggle with on our health. And so often we involve Jesus in our um, parenting. We involve Jesus in our relationships with our spouses, um, with our families, with our jobs, with our finances, with praying over our church. And we don't do it with our faith, with our health and our fitness. So I want us to look at this a little bit deeper because the Pharisees here in this whole chapter are challenging Jesus over and over again, right? Telling him that what he's doing isn't going to work, what he's doing isn't true, um, and that he is not the Messiah. We don't challenge that Jesus isn't the Messiah, but we do sometimes challenge the strength that we hold with the spirit inside of us. We have the spirit inside of us to guide us to the truth. But when it comes to our health, we are looking for all these other ways to get healed, to work out better, to work out stronger. In this same chapter, um, this is verse 19. And then they asked him, where is your father? You do not know me or my father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my father also. By applying what we're learning through scripture and bringing it into our faith and our fitness and our health, we can stop looking to the world for these different fads, these different diet plans, these different exercise routines, and we can really look for what Jesus called us to do by looking and focusing on him. God doesn't want us to be filled with guilt and regret. He knows that that's here in this world. But when you work out Monday through Friday and then the weekend comes and you have a little bit of fun, right? You don't track as much. You enjoyed the company of the people around you. You ate a little bit more than you should have. And then you wake up Monday or maybe you go to bed Sunday night feeling a failure. That is not what Jesus called you to. That is not the life that we are supposed to be enslaved to. Guilt and shame and, and all of these different things. That's not what we are called to. So how are you going to be set free from this? First is to realize that it's happening, right? First, Monday through Friday, it went well, right? You planned all your breakfast, your lunch, your dinners. You allowed a sweet treat every now and again. You can't believe how well you did. Saturday comes, you let loose a little bit. Sunday, the guilt comes in. Monday, you feel guilty. And you start thinking these things. I'm never going to be enough. I can't stick to anything. The truth is you just did stick to something Monday through Friday. You stuck to it so well that you wanted to throw it away on Saturday, right? 
but we were a slave Monday through Friday. And then we felt like we were free on Saturday and Sunday. And now we're walking back into what we feel is our slave trap, our health trap that we're never going to be set free from. I don't want you walking into your health or fitness journey and being enslaved to it. You shouldn't be working out for hours upon hours at the gym, sacrificing time on your marriage and your kids and yourself, just trying and reaching and pushing to get to something that really doesn't matter in the end. Now, unless you're training for something very specific, marathons, um, Ironman, um, long cycling competitions, bodybuilding, that sort of thing, you don't need to spend hours upon hours at the gym. You really don't. And you don't need to spend hours upon hours slaving in the kitchen. It's literally called slaving in the kitchen, right? I don't wanna slave over the stove. I don't wanna slave over food prep. How are we supposed to be set free when we just enslave ourselves to this next thing, which is food? or our workouts or anything else. No, the truth is going to set us free. The truth is you can have your weekends and your weekdays aligned. You can still be moving forward even if it looks like you're moving back. You can still reach your goals when you're focused on Jesus and honoring your body in a way that is good to him, right? We wanna get to heaven and, and hear the words, good job well done you ran a good race good and faithful servant i want him to speak that about my body too and my mind too if we hold on to jesus teaching and it says this right before the scripture we're looking at today 831 if we hold on to his teaching and this is straight from jesus if you hold on to my teaching you are really my disciples then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. If we're holding on to worldly truths about how often we should work out, how much we should eat, exactly what we need to do, when we deviate from that and do our things over the weekends, right, that don't line up with the truths the world has spoke us to do, then we're just enslaved. That truth doesn't set you free. That truth keeps you enslaved to a life that is not fulfilling, a life that is not full of the fruits of the spirit. I talk about this so much, the fruits of the spirit of self-control, of joy, of peace, of contentment. It's not filled with those things. It's filled with impatience. It's filled with all the antis of the fruits of the spirit. So if you are feeling impatient, on getting to your goal, maybe your goal isn't God-focused. I want you to think about God-focusing your health goals. Not just body image, not just pant size, not just feeling confident in your skin. You should feel confident in your skin now, and then you will feel confident when your body changes later. If you don't feel confident now, if you don't feel good now, if you don't feel joy now, I don't care how much weight you lose. I don't care how long you spend in the gym. I don't care about any of those things. You will not feel joy. The gym can't bring you joy that Jesus does. Can it relieve stress? 
Can it be a great anxiety helper? Can it help with your mindset and your mood and getting you focused? Absolutely. But it cannot bring you the joy that Jesus does. It cannot bring you the contentment that Jesus does. It cannot bring you truth like Jesus does. You food prepping all week and all day, that's great, that's good, but it's not going to give you the self-control that the Spirit will give you. It's not going to bring you any joy when you deviate from it. It's going to make you feel the opposite of your spirits of the truth, of the spirits of, uh, fruits of the spirit. <laughs> um, I don't know where my mind is going today. So if you are feeling things that are anti-fruit of the spirit, anti-love, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, um, gentleness, and self-control, if you're feeling anti those, come Sunday night because of your weekend activities, whatever it is, if it was overeating or not working out or not sticking to your plan, I'm gonna challenge you that your plan probably isn't God-centered because we're trusting then that us prepping food is going to bring us self-control. That is not what the Bible says. The Spirit brings us self-control. That is a fruit of the Spirit that is going to grow over time. We feel joyful and proud of ourselves when we stick to our calories or our macros or whatever it is. That shouldn't be the thing bringing you joy. What should be bringing you joy is Jesus. We feel like we've got all this patience. I'm going to wait for my goals. I'm going to do the small things day in and day out. I know that this is a lifelong health journey I'm taking on. But if you wake up Monday morning or two weeks after you've been working out and eating healthy and don't see the scale move, then all of your trust is in you to eat well, to exercise, then our scale doesn't move and we become impatient. We lose all self-control. We think it's not working. We don't feel love. I guarantee you, you don't feel joy. You definitely don't feel kind towards other people around you. And you feel like, man, this is never going to work. We always say like, don't pray for patience, right? Unfortunately, that's a fruit of the spirit. We're constantly having to learn to be patient. Patient on God, patient on his blessings, patient with our kids, patient with where he wants us to move. We have to be patient with ourselves and with our weight loss and our health goals as well. Most people quit on their health journey at week three. The newness is worn off. It's not fun anymore. Can only do so much with chicken and vegetables, right? It doesn't feel good. And when I challenge them to say, but your goal isn't just weight loss. Your goal is to fuel your body how God called you to do it. And they go, okay, yes, this is a lifelong thing. I have to be patient in this. So I want you to set your goals with your food and with your nutrition and with your workouts on a God-centered goal. And it could be something with, I am going to eat the foods that God put here on this earth for me. 
I'm going to eat less of the processed foods that the world has made that are literally killing my insides. So often on the weekend, we can poison our bodies with things of this world and then wonder why Sunday night, Monday, we don't feel Jesus anymore. It's because we spent the whole weekend doing worldly things and separating ourselves from Jesus. And then it's not him that moved, it's us. We spent the whole weekend indulging and losing the self-control that we had gained over that last week. We lose all patience in our goal. We live this YOLO lifestyle, but for the world, not for the kingdom. And then we question why we feel so guilty come Monday morning. Why, why God did this happen? We are allowed choices. God wants you to choose him. He's not going to force you to choose him. We have free will. It's why bad things happen in this world. We're called to be light and salt of the earth. But we have choices. And if our weekend choices are aligned with worldly values, then we are going to feel separated from the godly kingdom because of the choices that we made. Each weekend, we have the opportunity to say, I'm going to live closer and get a little bit better this time than I was before. Or I'm just going to stay in this same cycle, same routine, same circle that I go through every time. Great Monday through Friday, worldly ways on the weekend. And then we wake up and we try to punish our bodies with exercise or throw our hands in the air and say it doesn't work. I want to touch on the workout part of this really quickly um, because so often we'll have a, a bad weekend. And it's just a weekend, mind you. you. Foods aren't good or bad. You aren't good or bad, right? Like, it's just food. It's just food. That doesn't bring you joy. We've tried. I can guarantee you every single woman in here has tried to make chocolate bring them joy. And it does for a minute, maybe a few minutes if you're lucky. And then it instantly brings regret. That's what the world will do feels good for a minute and then it's filled with this emptiness of like ugh, i feel dirty now i feel mad angry why did i do that that's what the things of this world will do but with our workouts what i've noticed and what i've used to do myself is i'd have a bad weekend and i'd punish myself in the gym i'd spend hours there cardio weightlifting cardio weightlifting to try to burn off what I did over the weekend. Not only can you not, uh, you can't. You can't undo one bad meal at the gym, right? And this isn't meant to discourage, this is meant to don't waste your time at the gym, just move forward. A Whopper meal, like a thousand calories or whatever, or you go out and you have, you know, fried foods or a bunch of different things that are thousand more, 2,000 calories in one sitting, you're not going to outwork out that. You're, you're not going to. So stop punishing your body for the choices you made over the weekend. You can't do it. So when you work out like that and you put more pressure on, oh, Amanda, you can watch it on replay. It'll be on YouTube tomorrow and on um, Spotify, Amazon, all those different 
podcast episode would be here tomorrow. When you punish your body like that, you add more stress, which inflames you more. So the foods you just ate inflamed you, usually full of a bunch of sodium, processed things, things your body doesn't know how to break down naturally. It's inflamed, it's working really hard. And then you add this workout that's so intense that you think, I'm gonna burn it all off, and now your body's even more inflamed because that workout is too hard, it's too much stress. You have stress from the food you ate, you've overstressed your body at the gym, and now the next day you've gained five more pounds because your body has retained all this water, it has all this extra inflammation, and you think you can't outdo what you did. You can. Just hop back into your normal routine on Monday. Whether that's a walk or a bike or your normal 30 minute workout, whatever that is, stop trying to work off what you did. You can't do it. It's going to hurt you even more. It's going to add more inflammation to your body. It's going to add more stress to not only your mind, but your body, and you're going to retain a bunch of weight. It just doesn't help. What we think helps, what this world tells us will help, what the lies we believe are hurting us even more. They're keeping us in this enslaved state. So everyone is going to struggle with something in their health. How do I know? Because health is tied to so many sinful things in this world, it drives me nuts. It, it's tied to so many different supplements that promise results, but then you read the fine line and you're like, uh, no, that's not true. But no one reads far enough to the fine line. They just see, oh, I can lose 20 pounds. I'm going to do this. Little do they know that person had hundreds of pounds to lose, lost 20 pounds because it was water weight, and then gained it all back. But they don't tell that side of the story because that doesn't help them get sales, right? We need to know the truth. We need to know that what this world is preaching at us isn't the truth. Everyone lives in this sinful world. We all do. We need to learn to stand up, to look for things that are true. Stand up for what is true and look for things beyond if it's too good to be true, it probably is, right? Like look at the labels of these claims that you're reading. Look to see what actually is happening. Look to see what products they're looking to sell. Look at what things they're looking to get you addicted to in place of Jesus. So the other thing I wanna talk about really quickly is how alcohol can hurt you. And alcohol really is a poison for your body. So I drink every now and again. <coughs> I don't like it. Um, I bring energy, a little like energy drink that still has artificial sugar that I'm like, ah, but it's so much better than alcohol. When you drink over the weekend, if you do, it leads you to make impulse decisions. That's impulse shopping, impulse eating, um, impulse decisions with staying up later or whatever that may be. It impairs your thinking. The other thing that alcohol does is because your body is dealing with a toxin, this ethanol that's in there, all energy goes into breaking this down and getting it out of your system as quickly as possible. So it grabs it and tries to pull it out as fast as possible. So what does that mean? It stops digesting food. 
it stops rebuilding muscles. If you had protein or you had a workout or anything, it stops doing that. It stops every critical function that your body is going through right now. And just think about the miracle that that is. Your body is working right now to listen, to hear, to move, to breathe, to get blood to your fingers and then back to your lungs to inhale air and exhale. It's doing all these different things that you don't even have to ask for. It just does it and it moves. But you hurt all of that when you have alcohol involved. Every function stops to try and get this poison out. It's like a high alert, right? It's like a code red, you know, at the airport where everything shuts down and we're all just looking for this one thing, this one threat. So everything shuts down and then we wonder why our metabolism gets messed up is because that stops. It starts to metabolize the alcohol and excrete it, right? And not metabolize your food that it's supposed to for nutrients and energy. We wonder why we're so tired and hungover. Everything stops to process that ethanol and get it out of your body. So I'm not telling you not to drink. There are times that I do. But I'm telling you if you're wondering why, maybe your weekends are a little bit more difficult or you've gained weight or you don't feel that great. If you do drink, it's the poison that you're putting in your body. And we can equally talk about the poison of sugar. We can equally talk about the um, all these different poisons that are all throughout all manufactured foods and processed food and bagged food. But I just wanted to focus on that for a quick minute to say sometimes those weekend plans can derail you as well. And it leads to a breakdown in your mind and of your focus and um, of your purpose. So your weekends don't have to set you back. Your weekends can set you up for success. If you're so rigid and enslaved to your food on Monday through Friday that you feel like you have to break through, free, like you're a rebellious teen on Saturday to eat whatever you want and just throw all caution to the air, maybe it's too strict. Maybe you're worshiping that a little bit too much. Maybe you should work on just one meal at a time, not doing everything at a time. If on the weekends um, you do that and you wake up and you feel guilty and regret on Sunday night or Monday morning, I want you to know that's the enemy. You are loved, you are called, you are not demon possessed, you are not the only one going through this, you are not all of that. First, I want you to glorify and give thanks to Jesus and then continue on your Monday morning as you would. Normal routine. Not hurting yourself, not throwing your hands up in the air and saying, I'm not meant for this. Not going to the gym and trying to hurt yourself to burn off what you did. We're not looking to glorify ourselves. We're looking to glorify him. So grow from it. Write it down. How are you feeling? Write it down and remember it so that that outcome can change what your actions are next weekend. Every day we get the opportunity to learn and I don't have to worry about tomorrow because today has enough worries about itself. I don't have to worry about 
when my weight loss comes because I'm doing this for the Lord so it's going to come. I don't have to worry about when my pants will fit again because I'm doing this for the Lord so I know that me following these activities in a good, healthy way will lead to results. Do them for the right reasons. And when that warfare comes, remember, if those words that you're speaking in your mind aren't kind, good, beautiful things, the things Jesus told us to look at, the beautiful things of this world, if they are not that, they're not from him. He will lovingly correct you, not condemn correct you. He's not going to come in and be like, see, you're a failure, Heather. Look at all your failures. He'll go, what can we change? How can you become less of what you did and more of what I want you to be? More of what I'm calling you to do. More of what I am. And more of what he is is those fruits of the Spirit that we try not to pray for because we don't want more patience, but we need it with ourselves. We need it with our health goals. We need it with our mindsets. That means we're going to be tested in ways that we would normally not be patient to be patient. We want self-control. We're going to be tested with a bunch of cakes and a bunch of cookies and a bunch of barbecues. What are we going to do? Are we going to lean into Jesus or lean into the juice, right? And the hot dogs and all this other stuff. What are we going to lean into just a little bit more this week? Away from the world and lean more into Jesus with just one thing. Whether that's with your food choices, whether that's with your exercise, whether that's with your mindset. Maybe that's with your goals. That you're going to rework your goals to not have them be so worldly focused. But to be focused on him. And to be changing, not because you want to look better, but changing because you want to live for him. You want to run a good race for him. You want to go when he says go. You want to stay and be content when he says stay. You want to worry less. Ashley says, and oftentimes that leads to plenty of anxiety. Yes, don't worry about the future. Listen, I deal with anxiety too. I feel it. I know it. But when I'm in the moment, and I enjoy this present moment. And when I'm in my workout in that present moment, and when I'm in my food, right? Even if it is food and just worried about that one present thing, it makes it easier. It doesn't happen overnight. You're always going to be getting better. Is there among us a perfect Christian who since you gave your life to Christ, you're like, this has been a perfect ride. I've never messed up once. No, we mess up and give ourselves grace all the time. And some of the silly reasons, some of the big reasons. But when it comes to our health, we just mark it a failure and that we're not good and we're not cut out for it. We're running a race. You're going to trip and fall. You're going to fall off. You're going to hurt yourself. You might need stitches sometimes. You might come back with a cast. Who knows what happens, but you're still moving forward. Don't quit. Just keep moving forward and keep learning from your experience. There are plenty of times that I have to repent for what I've done. Most of the time while driving. <laughs> Most of the time. There are other times too that I'm just short tempered or all these things I have to come and repent. Do that with your health and your fitness too. So if you're feeling anything from this weekend that doesn't line up with the spirits of God, I want you to repent. I want you to bring those things to Jesus. I want you to lay them at his feet. Ask for forgiveness and keep them there. Those are meant for him, not for you, 
You've laid them down now. You can move on and we can learn from it and we can grow stronger and better. I am a stronger Christian now than I was 12 years ago because of a lot of trials where I've been knocked flat. You can be stronger in your health and your fitness 12 years from now if you decide today's the day that I'm not doing this for me anymore. I'm doing this to break family chains. I'm doing this for him. I know that it's going to be hard, but I'm not going to quit or succumb. I'm going to lay things at his feet. If you are ready to take on that health journey and want to talk more about what that would look like with a coach and what that would look like with a uh, group of women surrounding you to pray over you, to help you, to guide you, who have been there and are on the other side of this journey, you can comment below. The word that we will use today is John because that's the book we are reading in. So if you comment below John, I will make sure that we get in touch and talk about what those next steps could possibly be for you for transforming your health in a God-centered way. Running our race with endurance, not a sprint, not getting it done the fastest, not losing it the fastest only to gain it all back, not beating ourselves up, but with endurance and with strength and with community. You can comment John below. I hope that this live was helpful for you this morning. I hope that you found joy in it. Next week, I am on vacation, so we will not have a live, but we will be back the following week. As always, if you need anything, don't ever hesitate to reach out or post in the group for prayers. That's what we are here for. I love you, ladies. I pray that you have an amazing rest of your day and week, and I will talk to you soon. Bye now.